0: Welcome to One Topic, a discussion with a College of Business faculty instructor, staff member, or student about what's on their mind at the moment. We pick one topic and have a great conversation. Today, we chat with our guest, Andy Clark, about rocks. Welcome to the podcast, Andy.
1: Well, thank you very much, Ronnie.
0: Before we get into this topic, can you first tell the listeners
1: what it is you do here for the College of Business at NWTC? Right, Uh, I teach leadership. Um, It's a subset of business management, but it kicks it a little bit higher. Uh, So many of our students uh, need to know what it is to be a leader, and they don't have a lot of great examples of it out in their world, so uh, that's what I teach. So our topic is rocks. How do we start this conversation? (laughs)
0: and i know we've had this conversation before so
1: So, um it all started with a dream that i had it's one of those dreams that it was so real i actually uh saw these rocks in my sleep um i knew exactly what i was looking for uh their size their shape their texture and uh, we were going that weekend to uh point beach state park and um I said to my wife we need to bring along some pails and she said why and I said because we need to pick up rocks and she said why and I said I don't know but it's somehow it was in my dream and it's important and I guess what we'll do is we'll figure it out as we go so we took a couple pails along and we found a, a little stretch of beach at this state park on Lake Michigan shore and Gosh, uh, I knew exactly when I saw these stones exactly that they were the ones in my dreams. They, they, uh, they would look like the ideal skipping stone from when we were kids. Flat and smooth, maybe about the size of a silver dollar or a little bigger, um, but they all were flat and smooth. Smoothed uh, by eons of wave action, erosion and wind action and all their rough edges were worn smooth and I I picked up that first stone and I I felt it in my hand and I thought to myself what has this stone seen and the answer is everything and you know you go to an antique shop and you find an old rocking chair that's been around for a hundred years and wow it's really a special find but right here at our feet with something that's been in an existence since the beginning of time pretty special find
0: that is a special find and the reason why we're we are talking about rocks is because you use these rocks for a special activity that you do in one of your classes so from finding these rocks on that shore What is your process of going through to decide how this integrates into this activity and then what is that activity?
1: So uh, as I circle back and I teach leadership and and really leadership, uh, you you can teach it in a class, you can teach the principles of uh, of good leadership. Uh, Unfortunately, we have probably more examples of what bad leadership looks like. But the truth is, is that you might take the class and still not be a very good leader it's all about you. It's always about you. It's always about the student and their own life, the way they get out of bed in the morning, the way they look forward to or not about the day. It's always about you. So what I do with these stones is, uh, and you've seen them, you've seen a stone that might be, it has uh, some words on it or it might have some some words engraved in it or painted on it. And I simply take a Sharpie and I I actually get into a, a, a space where I am just calm and I think about action words. I think about verbs. I think about believing, trusting, um, you name it. But it, it has to do with an outlook, a perspective, an action. And I write one word on every rock and I lay them out so that I, I don't duplicate in, in a batch I don't duplicate two words. And uh, it might be love. It might be trust. It might be um, explore. It might be read. It might be pray. It's whatever I feel as I think about my students and think about their challenges. Then I put those rocks in a bag. And I tell this little story about the, the, the dream. And then I say, and this is my gift to you. So reach in the bag, dig around till you find the one that feels right for you. And what I say to them is, the stone finds you. Mm. So when that stone finds the student, what is
0: that next step? What do they do with that rock? What do they do with that action or that verb that's
1: on that rock? Where do they? What's the reflection there? It's. A, I feel a little bit like a, a fortune teller, that. It's not so much about uh, them, from my perspective. It's what they think that might mean for them, and they and they dig deep, and they think, "Oh, it's forgive." I might have known it was forgive. The one that I haven't done, it might be something something that I have no idea. I've had had students cry, I've had students blush. Um, I've had students without a reaction, which I think is interesting because you know it's happening on the inside. It's resonating at some private place. And when I say the stone picks you, uh, they, they laugh at that, but they know it. in some ways it's true. Uh, b- people have always said, you know, the, the, nothing happens by accident. It happens for a purpose. But the dot connecting is the thing we do. And nobody can predict that. I, I can't say why that rock is in your position. And what, I, what I've found is that they keep it. They keep it. And uh, I've had students that have sent me a picture of their stone next to their uh, business card that has their new promotion on it. I mean, that is a telling, telling a connection and that they remembered where they got it It was a little honor to me, but it's really all about them.
0: Yeah. You actually introduced this to me by having me select a rock out of a bag. And whenever I select it, I always get confused. It's either clarity or clarify, which I can take either direction. So it it doesn't matter. It kind of speaks to me the same way. And I will say that It's just kind of a, a discovery, right? And what does that mean to me? And trying to filter through any of my choices, experiences, and such to be like, how does this connect to me? Or even moving forward, because I really took it as something that, moving forward, how do I use clarity or this clarify in what I do? And because I was at school, I really used it as a way of being like, okay, I need to figure out a way to give more focus to the things that I'm doing, which will impact the students even more.
1: And that's kind of where I went with mine. Yeah, that, that, that's a wonderful thing. And, you know, as I, over the years now, as I have done this uh, over the semesters, I've realized that so much of this is a choice. You know, this stone has seen everything. This stone could be used as a weapon. Uh, as a a hunting implement for uh, food and sustenance it could be used to build the foundation of a home it could be used to uh, uh, entertain a baby and play a game with It, it, it it the stone is is a is an amazing thing that we overlook so frequently as we hurry along in our lives and yet it's been there for, for eons and maybe picked up by, by some amazing people along the way who we'll never know. But there's a feeling there, a feeling of connectedness, of, of, a, of, a, of a permanence that even surpasses our own lives.
0: So after a student makes this connection with the Word and the stone— What, where do they move from there? What, what is the opportunity? What are your
1: hopes for them? You know, I haven't really thought about that. I, I would imagine uh, I've had students that have had me in class uh, two or three times. And so they have two or three rocks. And it's interesting to find that, you know, uh, the word that applied to them in the beginning is different now because of their own growth their own perspective has changed. Sometimes it's the same word. I had uh, one that it was, uh, and I, I only use this word once in every collection of stones, and that is uh, pray. I don't teach religion, and I'm not even saying that this is about religion, but I am saying that what I've come to see over time is that we do need to slow down. We do need to contemplate our Creator, however you see that to be. We do need to give thanks. We do need to uh, pause and reflect. Um, And that is probably one that I get most uh, emotion, uh, evokes more emotion than any of the others. Forgiveness does too so thinking about that
0: what what advice would you in general not going even bigger and more beyond this stone and and that word um, because i i can tell especially knowing that you're in leadership and i can tell from this activity um there's more that you would love to give the students and tell them you know moving forward so that they live a bigger and better life What is that? I know that there's a lot of things that probably are on your mind, but what is that one thing that you can pull out right now that you would say, here's
1: what could potentially help you live a better life? What we've, if those of us that are, have enjoyed education as, as we have Ronnie, um, after they leave the classroom, I'm not going to be there. You're not going to be there, but this rock will. This rock can endure. It can be passed along. It can be passed forward. It can be passed backwards. It can sit and remain um, as active or as dormant as any other rock in their lives. As a reminder, as a refresher, they're not going to remember what was in chapter four. <laughs> right. But they they may remember that moment that they connected with a piece of the world of permanence and their place in it.
0: And that has a semblance to many things because it's other things than just that rock, right? It's
1: other things. It's other things.
0: Yes. Andy, thank you so much for coming in and talking about rocks or as you're terming stones. My pleasure to our listeners. We appreciate your time as well. If you have any questions, please consider reaching us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn using at NWTC business or searching College of Business at NWTC.